It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, beautiful souls, to the Yatra Sister Podcast. I'm Sharita. And I'm Allison. And we are here today in the house of the Yatras. We are. Yes. It's been a minute. It's- it has, because you were away. And so to the listeners, it may not have been a minute because, you know, we had to pre-record some things Mm -hmm. because I went away, Allison went away, but she, okay. So there are some things that we've done before we even get into the podcast. Yes. So there are some things that we both did that we really wanted to do uh, completely opposite because sometimes Allison and I are opposite, but Mm -hmm. the opposites Mm -hmm. is what makes us amazing Mm because we have so much alike. Um, but yeah, I went on a I went on a trip to to Greece um, in Croatia and got to really see some things and be a part of the culture for a minute. Allison did something really fun too and really cool. She went to go see somebody on her bucket list. Uh, not my bucket list. I've he seen wasn't him bucket, over really? forty times, Sharita. Oh, that's right. You were in love with him. I'm not even in love. What is going on? I think I Sharita you, and I like, just started dating. When we dating. first met, <laughs> you were like you loved him. I have like, a picture downstairs of me kissing him. Well, that's why I said you're in so love with him. No, I know it's confusing. Okay. Actually, okay. I'm in love. I've always been in love with Kid Rock. That's my boyfriend. Ah, uh, okay. Willie Nelson's the prophet. Got you. Yes. Oh, that, that was a little sacred. Like for me to say that was just a little blasphemous. It, it, it really was. Okay, like, I mean, it felt odd for me. I squirmed okay. in my seat a little bit. Okay. But that, that's okay. He's okay. a prophet. Like I feel like, mm-hmm. okay, when I was eight, I wrote Willie Nelson a letter on mm-hmm. pink stationery with horses on it. I, I remember this. And I delivered it to the stage asking him to be my father. <laughs> Oh, that was sweet. That's how much I've loved him. Okay. Yeah. And then I met him at 30. Okay. And I hung out with him for a night. And I did get a kiss. Mm -hmm. And I framed that. And then I was almost arrested when I was 40 at his concert. We won't really go in details. No, no, I'm shaking my head. We're not. I don't even know what that is. But it was awesome. I had a wonderful time. I I think it was just as much fun as Greece. But I'm so happy you were in Greece. I'm so happy you got to go and just be you for a whole week. You needed that. I needed that. It was it was life changing, and 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 part of that will I think will be part of what we're about to talk about today. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so we're going to dive into the podcast because it's, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Oh, I mean, I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. That's why we're doing it. We're, what yeah. our podcast is. Yeah. And ready? hopefully the listeners can't wait to hear what both of us have to say. Oh, okay. So the we title, don't know. we really don't. No. We're taking the title from my husband. Yes. It is such a, the entire family knows this in my mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. We have a thing that we framed for Billy one year for Father's Day. And yeah. it, was, it was, I think it's 25 things or 40. Oh, it was this, it was this. 50th, 40th, 5th birthday, 40th birthday. Okay. Can't even remember now, but it was like 40 things Billy says. Oh, And they're gosh. all Billy's little sayings. <laughs> and the very first one that we all knew, we wrote it down immediately, was hide and watch. Correct. That's his favorite line. Yep. So that's the title of the podcast. Yeah. Hide, hide and watch. watch. hmm Okay. So mm-hmm. since your man, mm-hmm. it's his title. It is. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. When you hear him say, or when you think about hide and watch, mm-hmm. what does that mean to you? Okay, when he uses it yeah. is when we're all arguing with him. And we're like, nah, uh <laughs> that's not going to happen. Nuh-uh, you're wrong. You don't know. You know, like while we're holding a pair of scissors standing on top of a ladder, and he's like, you're going to fall and stab your eye. And we're like, nuh-uh. Okay. He always turns around and says, hide and watch. Mm. You know, okay. that's okay. usually when he uses it is I'm usually right. Don't mess with me. I'm not wrong. Hide and watch. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's his definition. So what's your definition? My definition is I like to hook it up to karma. Oh, okay. Karma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meaning, you know something, but you know you can't say that. You want to. You want to tell somebody they've done wrong to you. You you want to prove a point, but you know you really can't. Maybe mm-hmm. your delivery isn't going to be receptive even if you tell them. So I kind of look at it like spirituality-wise. Like, okay. sit back, just hide and watch. Have some patience. Let the universe handle it. Okay. So, okay. So we have Billy's, Billy's way. Mm-hmm. Have Allison's way. Mm -hmm. So my way would be like, I think almost literal. Like (laughs) just sit your ass back in the cut. Just watch. Stay out of the way. Stay out of sight. But just watch the person. Watch what unfolds. Watch what happens. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I even think I, I mean, I think, no, I think I know. I use that whenever I'm, um, getting to know people right mm-hmm. so i'll sit back and i'll just i might i might be quiet because you know i'm not quiet if i know you i'm not quiet yep right but a lot to some people i am but i if i am normally it's because i'm sitting i'm hiding back mm-hmm. staying under the radar mm-hmm. and i'm just watching mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm watching for you're observing yes i'm observing mm-hmm. so i'm hiding and watching so with you hiding and watching, is there some situations that you can share with us that make you, um, where what Billy has taught us, mm-hmm. you've seen it happen firsthand? Well, when Billy uses it, it happens every time. And that's what pisses us <laughs> off as a family. <laughs> I can see that. Yes. Usually, yeah. he, Billy likes to sneak in lies all the time. Okay. All the time. He likes to sneak a lie in there and then yeah. fool everybody. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because you don't know if it's like, if he's being serious. Like it, Correct. But it sounds so real. Correct. Yes. And then you believe it yep. and then you're mad. I yeah. think I should learn, if he doesn't say hide and watch, that's probably when he's telling a lie. <laughs> because I tell you, he will come up with some elaborate things and then I'll believe it for like months and then realize he completely made it up. Yeah. But if he says hide and watch, 
Mm-hmm. You better believe yeah. he, he knows something. Pay attention. That's a good point because, I mm-hmm. mean, I've heard him tell some stories that are elaborate and the shit is real. Correct. So it's not, so you don't know when he's telling it, when he's saying elaborate things, you don't know if it's real or not. Correct. Because he said some that are real and he said some that are not. Correct. Yeah, he keeps you guessing. He, he keeps does. you on your toes, which but I love. I that. think I just figured out something right here in this moment. I think you did. If he says hide and watch, it's a real thing. That's like his mm. his amen, mm-hmm. you know. Like, no, this one's a truth. I'm putting my watch. stamp on. I'm, I'm putting my st- stamp on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like okay. a Brandon the Burger. Yeah. If he says that, then he's walking away. He's done with you. He don't want to sell it to you anymore. You're too stupid to listen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm walking away. Just hide and watch. Exactly. I, I love that's that. That's now on you. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna waste my time. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Hide and watch. Hide and watch. Ha! Okay, I love it. So, um, <laughs> when I I think that's. Yeah, I mean, gosh, wow. I'm having a major epiphany. I might have to call all the family members right when we get off the phone. I can see it in your face. I can see it in your eyes. You're like, whoa, this is a moment. I'm like, guys, I just figured out a Billy code. We, I deciphered it. We've gone years not being able to decipher it. I just figured it out, everybody. Yeah. Um, but for me, hide and watch, for me, I think it's the same thing in, yeah. a, in a different way. I think I'm saying the same thing as Billy. Yeah. It's like I know... What someone has done is wrong. Mm -hmm. I know how they treated me is wrong. Mm -hmm. I know it's a betrayal or a backstab or something. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have to have patience that it's not my responsibility to teach them that. Okay. I have to sit back Mm. and hide and watch just like Billy. I know it's a truth. Yeah. There is a boomerang in this world. Oh my God, 100%. And it may take 10 years. Yep. It may take 15. It may take 20. You might even see it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I might not be around to see when their boomerang gets them. Right. You know, I think even the Bible, you know, what is it? God says, vengeance is mine and mine alone. Mm-hmm. I love that because I think what God is trying to say is, Thank you for trying to help this person mm-hmm. and to point it out and help them grow. But that's not your responsibility. Yeah. It's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And how I'm going to teach them and how I'm going to grow is my responsibility. And trust me, what I may do is going to be 10 times worse than anything you could do. You're probably just going to say, this hurt my feelings or blah, blah, blah. Leave it alone and let me and the universe really try to cultivate a better solution to this that truly does have a better result. You're so kind, because as I'm hearing you say this, the way you put it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Just she's like, God, I'm trying to help somebody, I'm trying to teach them a lesson. When I hear vengeance is mine and mine alone, I hear God like, okay, they messed with you? Yeah, God, they did, and I didn't like it, and I was trying to be good, but they, they, uh-huh. they were not good to me. God is like, you know what? Okay, I got you. You go ahead and see. you go ahead and do what you're doing. Got you. That's the difference, vengeance, I hear. And then next thing I know, I'm scared for the person. I'm like, shit. Okay, so wait a minute, God. Like, what are you going to, like, did I, was, maybe I shouldn't have brought it to you. Because, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. when I hear the vengeance part, I hear, it's just like our kids. Mm -hmm. If you know that our kids are are trying to do right or or do right by someone, you have someone who's just a complete asshole that comes in and treats them any kind of way, you could treat me like an asshole and I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But if you treat my kids like an asshole, then you know what? Now it's time mm-hmm. for me to do something about mm-hmm. it. And I feel like the vengeance is mine on, on a God part. So it's so sweet that you were like, oh, I was trying to teach them a lesson. And I'm like, no, nah, I was trying to get their ass. But God is like, you know what? Treat us down. I got you. I need you to keep walking this walk. 
I got you. So, two different <laughs> I mean, views. It two is different two views. different. And I'm sure there is part of a vengeance that burns. Yeah. But I do think, honestly, yeah. the bigger picture, if God is saying this, mm-hmm. is that it is going to hurt, but it's going to be the only way I can get them to grow through this or grow this characteristic trait that they were deficient in mm-hmm. that happened to you. Ultimately, mm. you don't want this person to keep having this deficient characteristic or they're going to hurt other people, probably you again or more people. So I would think the ultimate goal in spirituality is, yeah, they're probably going to have to take a fall that's going to have to make them feel as hurt as you did so they understand why your fall hurt so bad. I think about like somebody having an affair on you, right? Mm-hmm. They have an affair on you. They break your heart. They go off. They marry this person. Life is great. They're like, well, you know, we just weren't meant for each other. That spouse wasn't just for me. That's the reason I fell out of love. Blah, 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 blah. They have no conception how bad they hurt you when they had that affair. Mm -hmm. Six years later, one of them cheats on each other. Mm -hmm. And they have to call you back and say, oh, my God, how did you get through this? I am so sorry I see now what I did to you because it's being done to me. Mm. I see now the pain that you're suffering, the lie, the betrayal that you're experiencing because it's happening to me now. Sometimes people can't understand your fall until they fall just as hard as you did. And chances are they'll call you back. They'll remember, God, dang, that must have hurt. And I did that to you. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. That'd be nice. I don't think it always happens, though. Yeah. Like you said, you're not usually around. Yeah, you're not usually around, but whew, when that when that vengeance tree shakes. So one of the things I want to talk to about, um, about hide and watch is I think a lot of times we don't watch people long enough. Um, no, it's probably unhealthy. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about like being... Um, like a stalker or, or <laughs> right. peeping Tom. But what I'm saying is a lot of times we don't sit back and allow people to be themselves in their environment so mm-hmm. that we can really see how they are. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I know I've been around a lot of people that are telling, you know, people that have done different things from, you know, I know for you, like cheating is like one of the worst things that you can do in a relationship. So I've been around people that who have cheated all the way up to people that have killed people, mm-hmm. all the way up to people that have done things that a lot of people would be like that are horrible, but I still have good relationships with those people and I don't judge them or I don't hold it against them. But one of the things I've learned to do is to sit back, to hide mm-hmm. and watch someone so that I know what their character is like so that I don't set myself up for something more than what I think it should be. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if you are here, you're a thief. Mm-hmm. I ain't bring your ass in my house. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I can still love you, kick it with you. We have a good time. I'm just now aware of your world and how you operate. And I just know how to bring that into my life in a way where it doesn't disrupt my life, but mm-hmm. I can still enjoy you. Mm-hmm. So when I think of hide and watch, I think that we don't watch people enough in their own life. And a lot of times we try to step in and correct things that maybe we shouldn't Mm -hmm. because it's their life. Mm -hmm. So when I think of hide and watch, that's how I think of just sit back and just watch people for a while and see how they operate. And then you'll know in what context you can have a relationship with them. Does that make sense? Well, that goes back to the quote we've used time and time again on this podcast, Maya Angelou. 
Mm. People tell you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn that by having them watching. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah. Sit back, mm-hmm. watch for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And chances are they're telling you everything you need to know if you truly are observing and watching. Exactly. Then don't be surprised what information you gather from that and be like, well, I didn't see that or I didn't pay attention to that. No, it was there. Yeah. It was there. Yeah. If you would at least observe. A lot of times we can't observe because we have our own agendas. Exactly. Yes. Right? So true. So we have our own agenda that we're trying to accomplish. We have our own goals we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And some of our agendas and goals are to see the better in people. Oh, but they're really a good person. Oh, I want to love them. Oh, Mm -hmm. they just had a hard life. Or, oh, you know, I think a lot of people can see somebody else's point of view, but that's dangerous too. If you're busy thinking about what their point of view is, you've got your own agenda. You're not really observing the facts Mm -hmm. of what they're telling you. No, I agree. I, I'm like I said. I always say I'm visual, and when I hear the the hide and watch in that situation, I can see somebody behind the bushes watching. And as soon as you see that person do something that doesn't mm-hmm. line up with what you think, mm-hmm. girl, you coming through the bushes. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Let me. Right. Let, that wasn't right. Let me show you. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But they did. Right. right. You can't do that. So when hiding and watching, and like and even going back to what Billy says, hide and watch means I ain't going to tell you shit. I'm not going to interrupt. I'm not going to interject. I'm not going to try and teach you anything. This is all on you now. Mm-hmm. I'm just standing back here observing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the hide and watch situations, and you were talking about from a, a very spiritual level, mm-hmm. um, in an energy level, how difficult is that for you or people in general to actually hold themselves back from being a part of something. Cause I think a lot of times we always think that we need to be a part of something that we're observing mm-hmm. and that's not always true. Well, you know, I love that we use the word observe because mm-hmm. if my kids are out primarily Peyton or Carolina yeah, and we're looking at some people mm-hmm. and we're making comments, I always clearly state to my kids, mm-hmm. let's never be judgmental. We're simply observing. Mm-hmm. So if somebody walks up and you're like, what in the hell are they wearing? Like, mm-hmm. what is on their head? What mm-hmm. is on, what, what is that, what is that girl? That girl walk out and actually thinks she looked good. Okay. Part of that can sound judgmental. Mm -hmm. Or you could say, we're observing. I am observing that her skirt is too short and doesn't fit her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know that sounds very gray, but it's important to point out to your kids. Because at the end, you kind of have to put that bless your heart thing. Like, well, but she likes it. Well, I'm observing that she likes to feel beautiful this way. Yes. Right? You right. have to end it that way. If you don't, it's judgmental. Yeah. So you have to be like, wow, what is she wearing? That's what she chose. That's interesting. That is interesting that that's her definition of beautiful. Yeah. Now it's not a judgment. It's just yeah. an observation that her definition of beautiful is very right. different than <laughs> our definition of beautiful. Right. And I, I think that's important to constantly um, allow yourself an observation mm-hmm. so that you don't bring negativity to things. Right. That's interesting that that's how that person does business. Yeah. That's interesting because I hear this. Oh my God, Sharita. Over the past year, I cannot tell you how many people have tried to school me recently in saying, well, that's just business, Allison. That's just business, Allison. Well, that's business, Allison. Don't take it so personal, Allison. Get a backbone, Allison. You're just too nice. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I have heard that 
over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Here's my observation. Okay. I'm observing that some people like to take emotions out of business. Mm -hmm. That's my observation. And there are people like me that says, no, we're still humans connecting Mm -hmm. and there still is right and wrong that you have to look past your own nose into the future. Mm -hmm. Am I going to need to continue to have good relationships? How is my word? What Mm -hmm. is my character like? I refuse to segregate business from myself. Okay. That's an observation. Mm -hmm. Some people could say, Allison, that's stupid. Some people say the other way is stupid. I think my point of the story is, an observation needs to come with no rules to it of okay. right and wrong. Okay. If you start there, then you're not so attached to what you're looking at. Yes, I definitely agree. And that's the thing, too. I was just thinking about um, the attachment part mm-hmm. that we that we have. And it's so hard. I think it's just so hard for us in general to not, like I said, to not make that last second interjection mm-hmm. um even with our kid from our kids to people that we know i mean i always say my one of my taglines is always say i think people are fucking fascinating mm-hmm. you, you do sit back and you mm-hmm. just watch people mm-hmm. um and just hide when i think of hiding i mean you can be in the room with somebody and still hide mm-hmm. right absolutely that means that you may not be talking a lot you may not be engaging interacting a lot you're not being an asshole or, or mean or rude but you're just taking it in. You're just watching. And I think if we did more of the hide and watch, mm-hmm. um, I think it'll be a lot less drama. Mm-hmm. I think we'll have a lot less anxiety mm-hmm. um, because I don't think we would feel the need to interject or control because mm-hmm. we're actually hiding and watching mm-hmm. and not jumping in and trying to change anything. I, I, one of the songs, like I said, Willie Nelson's a prophet. Another yes. song, I, I, my kids could call in right now and die laughing. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many times I made them listen to this song. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, shh, keep listening, shh, keep listening. Okay. I played this song. This was part of my parenting toolkit, The Gambler with Kenny Rogers. Okay. You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You need to know when to walk, walk away. away. You need know to know when, when to run. roll. Right? And I have made them listen to that over and over. And one of the things I always tell them at the end of the song, life is much easier if you know what cards they're holding. Mm. Always know what cards people are holding. You're going to play a lot better in this game. So if you know factually this is how they play, you know their styles, you've learned their quirks, you know how they react, you will deal with these situations better. Observe 100%. and pay attention. 100%. People are very repetitive in their behaviors and choices. Yes. Usually, <laughs> if there's someone that makes bad decisions, they're going to continue. Yeah. <laughs> if there's happen. somebody that makes like one out of 100, okay. Statistically, you're like, everybody's human. Right. Everybody has flaws. Absolutely. I've made a lot of mistakes, but hopefully I've made them one time with a person and been like, oh, shit, I'm not going to do that again. I'm sorry. Right. I don't walk and take that person and do it 10 times to them. Exactly. I mean, that's insane. Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. So true. Um, yeah. And, and the person that might not make a lot of good decisions, when I feel like making a fucked up decision, I'm going to go hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Because this is, I mean, and I'm not being funny. As long as is, they can admit it. Yeah, this is this is the area that you operate in. Mm-hmm. Like some people, um, like when me and my best friend Renee went um, 
to Greece. It was one of the things. She is a planner. Mm-hmm. Like plan, ev- like plan, you know, car pickup. We were, we were talking about, we were laughing and she was like, oh my God, this is like one of the first trips I haven't planned anything because mm-hmm. I don't plan shit and mm-hmm. I should. Because mm-hmm. at one point we were leaving the hotel. She was like, so how, how are we getting to the ship? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, we, we got to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before she would have already booked, mm-hmm. you know, some things. And so just being in just being in a, in a situation like we were talking about with um with hide and watching sometimes when you hide and watch you see how people are but also i think sometimes people can also see some of the things that you're doing cuz here's the thing if you're hiding and watching somebody somebody's watching you too mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. the person that you're hiding and watching pretty much are watching you it may not be with the same mindset that you're Mm -hmm. watching so i thought it was very interesting in that situation is that being that she's a planner she knew i wasn't Mm -hmm. and she was like well you know i'm gonna try to not do this Mm -hmm. so how'd that work out you know what um she said it was one of the best trips she's been on okay um it probably worked out because I mean you're we're on Virgin Cruise, so every everything is already planned for you. <laughs> you're not calling a car multiple times, correct? Everything mm-hmm. is pretty much planned for you, but mm-hmm. to be able to let go mm-hmm. um, was different for her. But it just made me think about the flip side of hiding and watching. Yes, you're hiding and watching, but guess what? The person that you're watching mm-hmm. is in some way, shape, or form, or watching you too, mm-hmm. um, which is very important. So. Because when we're doing that, I think sometimes that we forget that we are displaying our character as well. Always. And so if we're so focused on just the the watching of someone else, we got to read. Because here's the thing. If I'm just sitting here and I'm just hiding and I'm watching somebody, they might think I'm stuck up. They mm-hmm. might think I don't I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. So when, we're t- when I think of hiding and watching, I don't think of you just removing yourself from everything and you're disengaged, you're disconnected. Mm-hmm. I think it's just you making a decision that you're not going to interject and put yourself into a situation that you probably shouldn't be in in the first place. Right. Does that make sense? Well, you're just adding a little bit of some mindfulness. Yeah. Because that person is also watching you. They may Correct. not be hiding. But they're watching you. Correct. I mean, you touched on something, you know, to have this spiritual approach to it. Do you have it all the time? Right. I would say, hell no. No. (laughs) No, not even close. You know, a lot of this in Buddhism and Hinduism and yoga and all of these spirituality things is called a practice for a reason. Mm, Because you have to practice the hardest things. Just like if you want to do a headstand, it's hard. You will be practicing it all the time. Yes. It's a practice for a reason. It is. Now, will you catch yourself faster maybe? Yes. Mm -hmm. Will you be able to see the difference between releasing something and harboring on it too long? Probably so. Yeah. But I... I don't think anyone should set out thinking that you just automatically become this great person because you want Mm -hmm. to be spiritual. Oh, gosh, no. No, it's hard. (laughs) It's deep, hard, hard practice. I mean, I'm going through something right now. Right now, somebody's done me wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go on a podcast forum to say who it is. Yeah. You know it because I've already called you. Yeah. Really ticked me off. Yeah. Upset me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a terrible character flaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm shocked that someone would even choose this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually very public in a way. Mm-hmm. I have a choice. I could confront this individual and say, hey, 
I'm going to put point something out here. This mm-hmm. is very poor behavior that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to give you an opportunity to pause and think about this. Mm-hmm. I could do that. Yeah. I could. But mm-hmm. to get what result? Oh, right? Absolutely. Yeah. To get what result? More lies? More excuses? More reasoning behind it? Mm-hmm. No. So I'm going to hide and watch. I'm going <laughs> to fold my arms. I'm going to yeah, sit absolutely. back. I'm going to let the universe take care of this. Now, in the meantime, do I get my car and under my breath say, God darn it, I hope they all just go to hell. (laughs) 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 Who needs them anyways? You know, I hope they fall on their face and I hope things go up in a blaze by tomorrow morning. Yes. I mean, those thoughts do pop up and you're like kind of scared when they pop up. You're like, whoa, what's that anger? Right. Oh my God. Like that. I even say that to myself in my car. I'm like, whoa, Allison. Oh man, Allison, you got some anger there. That's interesting. I have observe and hide and watch myself too yes yeah, because we do. i for me to push down my my own emotions is not healthy no at so all. i like to look at them call them out when i have them mm-hmm. like wow and you got whoo you got some anger there mm-hmm. yeah hey god i'm calling you up i got some anger god help me not execute on this god give me the strength because right, right now what really is happening right. what's really happening here right so I think hiding and watching, you're hiding and watching yourself too. We, we <laughs> you are. Like self, watch yourself. That's Calm very true. down. You about to make a really poor characteristic trait out of yourself if you execute right off of this emotion that you're feeling. You know, and you just hit on something too. The funny thing about hiding and watching yourself is you think like, like so for instance, I, th- I said life is about progression. And I think I would like to think we're all constantly trying to be a better version of ourselves. Um, day after day, what, what, whether we are or not, mm-hmm. I, I like to think that we all hope that we are. Yes. Um, but just when you think you've gotten through something or you have worked through something and you're just at a different level mm-hmm. and it no longer affects you mm-hmm. and you hide and watch yourself mm-hmm. and the shit that comes out. Hilarious. You're like... Damn, I just spent three years working on that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I thought I was free from that and it still hits me that way. Absolutely. Um, so hiding and watching yourself is also very important because you also get to observe yourself in a space and see yourself in a way that you're like, wait a minute. Okay, I might still have some work to do here. Mm-hmm. Or I thought this would affect me and it really didn't. Mm-hmm. So man, I've grown a lot and mm-hmm. I've gotten beyond that. So hide and watch is just not about sitting and hiding and watching somebody else no it's knowing that you can hide and watch yourself but also knowing that somebody is probably hiding and watching you mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. it's it's such a fun thing so now you're gonna go around you're gonna be looking around and say okay is somebody around the corner like watching me yeah are they hiding it yeah are they hiding and watching yeah i mean of course we watch strangers all the time everybody yeah. does that like i said observing strangers is a lot of fun absolutely catch yourself if you observe and have a judgment i think yes. that's really fun to do because you probably do do. We all are observing and then we have a leap to a judgment. Catch yourself and try to do that follow-up sentence. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe I don't know this piece or hey, maybe that's that's really cool that they feel comfortable that way. Yeah. I think that's really important when you're kind of out looking at nameless, faceless people. Yeah. When you're in environments with people that you know, mm-hmm. observing yeah. helps you understand their language. Absolutely. What helps them become motivated, mm-hmm. what doesn't. But also, it takes away your own agenda. And a lot of times, I'm going to go back to this. A lot of times, our agenda is, I want everybody to like me. 
My -hmm. agenda is I want a happy home. My agenda is I want these relationships to be wonderful. So that a lot of times is why you're blurring your boundaries because you're coming in with your own agenda. Mm -hmm. And so you're letting people take advantage of you because your agenda is can't we all get along like on Sesame Street? Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes just observing allows you not to put your own agenda inside of the relationship. Yeah. And then third piece, hiding and watching yourself. Let me tell you, I have to do it all the time. I mean, this most recent one, I had to literally hit the car to go, ooh, let me watch how I'm going to react to this. Yeah, I'm going to observe myself. This is a moment of growth. I love the hide and watch button because let me tell you, Mm -hmm. I'm not just reacting, doing something uncharacteristic of myself just off of emotions, Mm -hmm. or I'm not repeating a pattern that I've never been able to overcome because I just went with the feeling, the emotion, And now by hiding and watching and looking at myself, now I can say, well, isn't that interesting? That's how that person rolls. I don't want to roll with that person. I don't like how they roll. Yep. I don't like what they're choosing to do. I don't agree with it. That doesn't look like a good friend to me. That doesn't like somebody I want to be in a business practice with. Mm -hmm. Now by hiding and watching, I'm able to pause and make a decision Mm -hmm. that I don't have my own agenda anymore in. Right. Now my agenda has changed. Allison, mm-hmm. protect yourself to be around authentic people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yay. Look at that. But more importantly, I can have all my emotions. I can tell people go to hell. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a good friend of mine. He's a police officer. I don't think he listens to our podcast, but if he does, he knows who he is when I say this. Super good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He says sometimes he drives around, he has like little buttons, imagination buttons mm-hmm. that he pushes. He's like, and I blow you up. And I blow you up and I blow you up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's like, but he shaves it off because at least I hadn't watched and can feel my anger. Right. And I have found a healthy way to deal with it. That's I'm, important, I'm at yes. least watching the fact this is giving me a lot of anger. You're stupid. You're a terrible person. You hurt people. You're going through life with blinders on. Do you not see it? Yeah. You know, maybe just push a little button. I blow you up. <laughs> I blow you up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then sit back, fold your arms, and let the universe deal with it. So hide and watching of self can reveal that we have some really deep-seated anger issues. I think everybody has anger. I think every. I mean, we definitely, we definitely have anger. Nobody for sure. likes to be betrayed. Nobody likes to be backstabbed. Nobody likes to be the point of gossip. There is not a person out there that would say, "I just don't think things personal." You are lying. Yeah. No one likes when you have become the victim. When somebody didn't think of you, didn't care enough of you, didn't respect you enough, and did something mm-hmm. that harmed you, whether it's emotionally, financially, disrespectfully, mm-hmm. backstabbing, betrayal. No one likes that. There is not a human out there that say, yes, sign me up. No, no, no. No one likes it. But we also need to make sure that, like you said, find a very quick way to get it out of our system because anger will kill you literally. It will. So the blow up button, I do that like if I'm driving like road rage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I wish I had a button that I can press. It would just knock this car completely out of my way Mm -hmm. so I can keep going. Right. But not harm them. No, 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 right. no. Well, and that's the thing too. I'm glad. I'm glad we cleared it up because when you said blow them up, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, no, we don't really oh. want to harm okay. any human being. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think okay. I'm glad you're cleaning up. I'm glad you yeah. circled this back. Yes, because it was meant to be funny. As far as 
I just wish this wasn't in my radar of my life right now. Absolutely. You don't really ever want to harm anyone. I think no. even in your moment of anger. No. I don't think anyone truly wants another person to be harmed unless they have some mental issues and hopefully exactly. they're receiving treatment for that. I don't believe any normal functioning mentally stable human being wants another person truly harmed. Correct. No, I agree with that. I think ultimately, to be honest, what people really want is apologies. I think that is, if you are of a mental, stable, functioning human being, Mm -hmm. what everyone's really looking for is just an acknowledgement and an apology. And you'd be amazed at how quick forgiveness could be given and anger could be dissolved. But boy, Mm. that's a whole other topic about why it's so hard. We want to justify our behaviors Mm -hmm. even when they are bad. That's a good point. And I would love to talk about that because I know we definitely do a podcast on that because I know for me, if I don't feel like I hurt you, I'm not going to tell you I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do think that people are very valid in feeling the way that they feel. So let's table that because that's a really good one because I've come across that in me- with many people ranging from relationships to friendships to just people, just like work relationships. Yes. Um, and I know that like you were saying, you you live with your emotions. You don't detach emotions. In the business world, I learned to do that. So we need to do a podcast on that. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. I'm a terrible driver. And people are probably pushing that button over and over again when I'm on the road. But I want to be honest and say, I am so sorry. I don't know how to drive well. (laughs) I apologize. I (laughs) angered you. So, you know, even there. Or if somebody tells me what you did really hurt my feelings, Mm -hmm. I may not think my intentions were not there to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Oh, I'll say I'm sorry. But I'll definitely still say I'm sorry because that that was not my intentions. If they say that may not have been your intentions, but you definitely didn't open your eyes, you didn't think through, you didn't go to step two, three, four, and five and look at your decision decision, usually I would say, my goodness, I didn't. Is there anything I can do at this point to correct this? Anything I can say? You know, I think as long as there's a communication opportunity, but I'm finding a lot of people that go out there and do things that justify their behavior. They're not looking for a communication. No, 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 they're not. They're not. And I think the opposite for me, and then we'll we'll wrap this up because I know we're Yeah, we're going way over. But I think the opposite for me is coming across people that say they're sorry all the time, especially in situations where it has nothing to do with them. I've seen those people. It's like you say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, well, why? Well, because they're not hiding and watching. Then they're not watching why they're even saying they're sorry. Exactly. That part. See? There you go. Okay, well, well, we don't have to do a podcast on that because you just figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you know if you meet me in Charita and you tell us something a little screwed up. Yeah. And we look at you and we say, hide and watch. You already know. You already know. You already know. I'm waiting for the universe to boomerang on your butt. Exactly. Sharita's taking notes on you. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm just watching. I'm, I mean, I'm still going to kick it with you. We're still going to be cool, but I know where that is with you. Like, I just know where that is. She's with already you. pegged your number. You can't dress mm-hmm. up and try to act like you're a sheep. She yeah, already knows you're a wolf. We're good. I'm still stop, good with you. Stop playing. I'm still good with you. Stop playing. Um, All right. But I will say before before we do in this podcast, if you, if you want to spend more time with Allison, because mm-hmm. I, I really think that people should know. Mm. how they can get more of you, mm. um, that they ought to come 
see you and take your class at Zen Rabbit. Right? Zen Rabbit. I have teacher training. Yeah. Uh, weekly schedules. I'm Seoul Monday night. I'm okay. Southern Home Sundays and Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. I have a school at Zen Rabbit, and I have a new school coming. Ooh. Mm, a really big one. Two big nice. daddies in Greenville are about to partner up, and boy, we're going to be doing some awesome stuff. You'll be yeah. seeing that. That's going to be popping all over Instagram, Facebook. And I still see counseling. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sharita, oh my God, she's at Total Wine. I am, Everybody go I there. am. I am at Total Wine. I'm I'm like doing merchandising, like just picking orders and stuff, mm -hmm. but I'm in the aisles and I have the best, girl, we gotta, we gotta talk about that. Have the best conversations with people. Like so much fun talking to the people that come in there. Um, and also uh, my book, Don't Touch My Wine. I know. I'm, I'm working on a part two, which is part of this trip. Yes. But I'm putting that back out there. So if you're looking for a good read, um, go ahead and go to Amazon and get that. So Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this was fun. It was. And I'm sorry we went long, but we hadn't seen each other in a couple of weeks. I know. So it's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about when yeah. we were talking about hiding and watching. I know. All, All right. right. <laughs> well, to that, I guess we say. We say. Amen. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.